to this week's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. All I have to say is buckle up, bitches, because this episode is, I am chaotic and crumbling, so you better buckle up. Um, If this is the first time you're listening, hi. If this is the second time you're listening, hi. Um, I apologize for the delay in this episode or any episode here to come after. Do you want to know what happened to me in the last couple of weeks? Every episode that was uploaded, my lovely producer and I had no clue wasn't being uploaded properly because on our end it said it was. On our end it said it was. And then what happens? We go and look. And it was uploaded under another podcast. We have no clue how this was even an option to happen. Here's the irony. It was uploaded under a podcast with like a very, very, very similar name. Very, very different type of content. Um, it was advice on pregnancies. A pregnancy podcast. And let me just tell you, that is not what you're getting from me here. So um, all I have to say to that one is go look at their podcast um, if you are in need of pregnancy advice because you're not getting it from me. Okay, I'm going to name this episode The Thing Where Nobody Told You Not to Date Your OBGYN. And let's get into why, okay? Buckle up, okay? Put on the safety harness for this one, and this is why. This week, I, I went to the gynecologist, okay? I went to the gynecologist because I am an adult woman who just turned 29, 29 years old, and I have to go to the gynecologist just like... You have to go to every other doctor at some point in your life, apparently. And I wasn't taught, you know, no one teaches you this, by the way. It just casually gets brought up in random scenarios as you get older. Like, oh, yeah, you have to go to do this test at this age. It's like, no one ever taught me that. Shouldn't that be something we teach in schools? Like, honestly, though, I, I don't really want to know, quite frankly, because it, some of the tests are not that fun. But anyway, very routine situation, very standard situation. I go in. I love my gynecologist. All right. Her name is Carla. She is the best thing that has happened to me that has remained consistent. We love Carla. Now, Carla, good news for Carla. She's having a baby. She's probably listening to the pregnancy podcast. Um, she's great. Unfortunately for me, I moved my appointment and I guess I missed Carla's last few appointments before she went on maternity leave. And I wasn't aware of this. The receptionist didn't tell me. So I go to the gynecologist. It's a regular Tuesday morning. Okay. I go to the gynecologist. I'm ready. Now, if anyone else is aware of what I'm talking about, you're definitely a woman and you know what I mean. You've taken care of everything below your waist. Okay, you are prepped. You are wearing the OBGYN underwear. It, it's the underwear that's very, it's very clean and cut and, and it's, very, it's very normal and average. It's not weird. It doesn't have a strange picture on it or weird writing. I just want to preface, I don't, I don't own underwear with weird writing on it. But if I did, I wouldn't wear it to the gynecologist office. You, you know, it's everything has been taken care of. You took like four showers that morning because you're paranoid. You, you haven't eaten in like four weeks to prep for it. And, um, you, you go to the gynecologist, you've mentally prepared and you, they always make you pee in a cup. So you've drunk like three bottles of water. I go get there. Nothing is said to me. Not one word is said to me that Miss Carla went out there to go and have a little relaxing time before her baby. By the way, as she should. I'm not mad at Carla for this, okay? I get called into the gynecologist's office. I go sit in that room 
I'm putting on the gown and I have to sit there and wait. 20 minutes go by and I'm still sitting there and waiting. That's pretty normal, pretty average. Hold on. I needed some water. That's pretty average, right? I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for 20 minutes. Next thing I know, the nurse comes in. She's asking all the routine questions. She and I are vibing. It's going great. She loves me. I I mean, I don't know how anyone else is approaching their gynecological visits. I'm approaching it like a stand-up comedy routine. I don't know how else to process the fact that I'm, I don't, like what you're going to look at. I don't know how else to process that. Like it just has to be a stand-up comedy routine. So I go in, I'm doing the stand-up tour. They have to ask you like about your history, right? I'm, we're talking history. We're talking colonial times. We're talking medieval times. We're going back. We're in the thick of it. All right. I'm telling her about all the stupid men that have existed before in my life and all the stupid men that are to come. And then she shares a story with me and she's like, yeah, like I'm really lucky. I feel like she's 35. She's like, I'm really lucky. I feel like I met someone who has been in my life forever. And I feel like it one day just looked at him a different way. And we've been dating ever since and it's going super well. And I'm very excited. Like we were sharing intimate information with each other. And I was like, pop off. We'll call this girl Sadie. Sadie was like, telling me I was like I love a good story Sadie like yes get it I hope you and this guy end up together well let's jump to the next part of my story nurse Sadie leaves and I actually to be clear I don't know if her her status as nurse I don't want to offend not that she'll listen to this I don't know that was her status I don't know the person who comes she might have been a like an almost doctor. I forget, a med student. I don't, I don't know how this works, all right? I don't want to give her the wrong title, but she asked me a bunch of questions and I told her a bunch of answers. I'm assuming she's a nurse. She leaves, says the doctor will be in momentarily. And I was like, great. And she also says, doctor, doctor, and says the last name of the doctor. So Carla was not in and it's this person filling in. And I was like, great. She says the last name of the doctor. I have no, it doesn't allude me to the fact the the doctor was a man. I vetted my gynecologist. Once you find a gynecologist covered by your insurance, cov- and keep in mind this dog, Carla isn't even covered by my insurance. I pay out of pocket because I trust her. I trust. That's how insane I am. Okay, I trust Carla. Okay, there's a few things I'll spend my money on, and that's one of them. That and coffee. That's it. So I. Didn't realize this. Obviously, she doesn't refer to the person's gender. She says this as she's exiting the door. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. She leaves. I sit there and I'm having an internal panic. You know, you're checking that your underwear is hidden under your, like your clothes and everything's neat. Like you're, you're prepared and you're paranoid at this point. And I want to say 15 minutes later, I was sat there for a while um, in walks. The ghost of ex-boyfriend's past. We're going to call him by his real name because he freaking deserves it. Ryan. In walks Ryan. Gotta love Ryan. Ryan walks in. Now I'm going to give, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take a pause. A man, mid thirties. No. Yeah, no. Mid thirties. Pushing late thirties. Walks into the room clean cut, very tall, medium build. I take one look at his face. The first thing that goes through my entire body is 
ah, that's a man. That's a man. I don't want to assume your gender, sir. I'm assuming you're a man. I'm sorry about that. I, you just look like one. And that's where we're at with this in this gynecology, in the, in the gyno. Okay. You're in the, you're in the gyno. I realized mm, that's most likely a man. Oh no, that's not my favorite choice for this moment. I was like, ah. I'm just one of those people who has a preference. I don't care. Sorry about it. I know most women do too. Don't care. I panicked internally and I was like, oh, get it together. It's just a doctor's appointment. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. It's just routine. There's not like there's a specific reason you came in here. It's just routine. It'll be really quick. And once all these thoughts have run through my head in 3.5 seconds, I do a double take and look at his face. And I'm like, hold on. Keep in mind the Sadie, whatever her medical title is, Sadie, the maybe nurse, walks in with him. I don't know if she was shadowing him. I don't know if it's normal to have two people in there. Usually Carla handles this stuff herself. So I don't know what was going on. They were a duo. Sadie walks in. She's doing something at like the, the side table. She's putting on some gloves. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. And I'm just staring at Ryan's face and his name is Ryan I'm staring at this man's face and I'm I'm performing what probably looks like a lobotomy is happening to me on my face like my facial expressions are probably out of control at this point I'm like what is going on I'm like I know this this is this is not my this is not the man this is not him I was like no I'm wrong I'm wrong I'm wrong I immediately recognize this man as a man I dated many years ago for quite a prolonged period of time for the, st- for the age I was at, I think it was about 20, 21, maybe. And I dated this man. No, I was definitely 21. I dated this man for six, seven, maybe a bit longer months. Met his family. Went to his childhood home. Uh, met his siblings. The whole nine yards. Best friends. We went to, um, not game night, but quiz night at the bar in the town where he grew up, all right? I was integrated. I may as well have been in a damn family photo, but we didn't get to the holiday time because sweet Ryan decided it was an opportune time to get rid of me. It was not his wife, and he decided the best way to do that, just ghost her, get rid of her, adios, but not say adios, just silence. That's what I got from sweet Ryan. So when Ryan decided that was the way to play it, um, Ryan was in a line of work where he said he was deployed. I'm being somewhat careful with this privacy because I already said his real name. And he was in the medical field in his line of work, but not a gynecologist. Okay. So the fact that years later he walks in as my gynecologist was what made me pause. I was like, there's no, how, 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 how does this work? Like what? This doesn't make any sense. Well, obviously when Ryan disappeared, I thought he died because obviously one, that had happened to me before. And two, I was like, there's no reason this man should disappear on me. I tried to find him. I called his parents. His parents would not call me back. His brother did, though. His brother let me know that he hadn't heard from him. And I was like, well, aren't we a little concerned? He goes, no, just a line of business. He'll get back to us when he gets back to us. I was like, I didn't know he was leaving. I was like, what are we talking about? Brother clearly covered for him. 
Now, keep in mind, after like three weeks of in-depth trying to find him, feeling like his family didn't care, which was weird, I had found, I think, something on social media that alluded to like he'd been active or something. I don't remember. Like he'd been, he was alive. And so I was like, okay, I guess he just doesn't care to speak to me. So I let it go, which is very unlike me. (laughs) It's very unlike me, but I let it go. Because there was nothing more I could do, especially after his family like shut me down when I was like, I think he's dead. Like, no, honey, he's not actually a ghost. He just ghosted you. So I moved on. I moved on and never looked for him again. And time to time over the years, I would try and look him up, but I think I'd actually forgotten his last name, so I couldn't. Well, <laughs> I remember it now because that man was my gynecologist for the day. The fill-in for Carla. Carla 2.0. Actually, honestly, he was Carla negative 100. He was terrible. So I look at him. He's looking at me. But then he does a brief glance and walks over to stand next to Sadie. And they're having a chat back and forth. And I'm hearing his voice. And I was like, that is 100% him. I might forget last names. I don't forget a man in his face, in his voice. I was like, that is 100% him. Keep in mind, I don't know his name. He's come in. He's been like, hello. And he's walked over to Sadie. So what do I do? He's got his back to me and I go, Ryan? Say it like that. Like I'm unsure of my own life choices. I'm like, Ryan? He turns around. Like I've called his name. He's like, yes. And I was like, point to point to the middle of my chest, poking my paper gown. And I go, Lily, Lily. He looks at me. He picks up my chart. And he goes, yes, correct. And I was like, Tre-, he treated me like I would... Like, I didn't know my own name. He was like, yes, you got it right. And I was like, and you're Ryan. Like, I was getting sassy at this point. Like, I was in such shock that he was treating me like I was, my intelligence level had dropped. I was like, no, I know my name. I'm telling you my name. I'm not asking for confirmation. Then he looks at me, and I give him a weird look. And then I say again, no, you're Ryan, aren't you? He looks me dead in the eyes. We had a standoff. Sadie has turned around at this point. She's looking at us, looking at each other. It was the most uncomfortable, probably max 20 seconds this happened in. I was feeling so bold. I was like, this little weasel has risen from the departed to be my gynecologist. Not today. Not today, Satan. I'm looking at Sadie. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at Sadie. I'm looking at him. I like uh, I like a hysterical <laughs> escapes my mouth. And he's like, yes, good to see you. Um, I'm going to just need a moment. I have to go grab something. Sadie, will you come with me and help me, please? He doesn't call her Sadie. I, I forget what he called her. Maybe he didn't call her anything, but he gets her out of the room. And it seemed very casual, though. It didn't seem like he was like, oh, my gosh, I have to go. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He was like, I got it. I forgot something. Would you come and help me? No one comes back in the room for a good 20 minutes. I'm left there sat in my paper gown for 20 more minutes. I'm texting. I'm texting my best friend. I'm like, you're not going to believe who just rose from the dead. Rose from the dead. You're not going to believe it. You are not going to believe it. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. Remember that guy that ghosted me and disappeared and I tried to find him and thought that he was dead and we were looking at car accidents. She was like, sort of. And I, every man is kind of known as a certain, like his job title. 
or like a random fact about him. We don't do names because that's too hard to remember. And honestly, I've had a lot of like repeat names in my life. And I said what he was known as, which was his, his job. And they're like, oh, yes. And I was like, I just found him in my gynecologist's office impersonating my gynecologist. Well, um, back walks in Sadie after the 20 minutes. And she goes, Miss Dennis, now keep in mind, Sadie, my good old broad over here, has been calling me Lily up until this moment. She goes, Miss Dennis, um, I'm sorry, the doctor got called away. Um, I've gotten you our other doctor on staff, but she's just dealing with a procedure right now. It's going to be like a 30 minute wait. Um, you can either wait or we can reschedule you and not charge you today and you can have another appointment. And I was like, the demeanor I was getting from this girl, she was like, and you can have another appointment. And I was just like, well, no, I'll, I'm here. Like I'm already, I'm already prepped mentally, physically. I'm prepped. All right. I'm just going to wait. And I was like, no, I'll wait. And I said, what happened to, and I said his last name. I was like, what happened to doctor? And she goes, he just had a, another patient who was in an urgent situation. So he had to go deal with that. Hmm. Gotcha. She had the biggest attitude with me. I cannot tell you how this, this chick was, went from being my favorite audience member to being the girl who wanted to bully me in high school. It was out of control, out of control. So I, I very, um, calmly, you know, obviously told her, Oh, Oh wait. Okay. Thank you so much. I was like overcome with a feeling of guilt because I was like, Oh God, no, I didn't do anything wrong. No, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do a thing wrong. Now, technically, I'm sure legally, Ryan probably did the right thing. I'm sure you're, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're not meant to have a patient who, who you've seen under these circumstances, but different. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a legal thing, but I definitely know for sure it wasn't Ryan being honest. Now here's where it gets good. Okay. Here's where it just gets knee slapping hilarious. I, the, the other doctor on call, much younger, lovely woman actually loved her and she did what she had to do. And I left actually very fast. She was lovely about it. I actually kind of let her in on it. And I was like, I don't think you know what's going on. I said, are you, are you a regular doctor here? She goes, no, no, no. I've, I've literally just been called in for today. And I was like, I have to tell you what is going on. She kind of said to me, she goes, what was the, um, who was assisting him? That's, that's verbatim what she said. She said, who was assisting him? And I said, I think her name was Sadie. She goes, oh, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. And she said it under her breath. And I was like, what? And she goes, no, nothing. And then we started talking about something in my file and I never brought it up again. So this piqued my interest to the point where I went home <laughs> <laughs> pulled up the old background check website. And obviously I, knew, I remembered his last name now because it was written, like I knew his last name. I knew the doctor's last name. Ryan's last name was exposed yet again. And so I, I get on Google, I look it up. Lo and behold, he is a registered doctor. So good for him. And I find his Facebook and... I go to one of his pictures and I'm like, let's see who's looked at it. I was like, something's off here. I was like, huh, he's had quite the busy life. I was like, all right. Then I go and I look at his liked picture, his most recent liked picture. I looked at the likes and lo and behold, there's a girl called Sadie. I won't say her last name, obviously. Oh, also Sadie isn't like her real name. I, I, I'm trying <laughs> to be somewhat kind. Find, find Sadie. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, click on it. Yeah, her profile picture is a picture of her and Ryan in what appears to be some type of Hallmark fall movie poster by the looks of things. They've been together for what looks like, based on my research, I want to say seven to eight months. So she beat me by at least a month. And uh, she she pushed it to the point where he's her profile picture. So they're doing well, well. And they are, they are together. So all I have to say is, Sadie and Ryan, I wish you the best. I won't be buying you a wedding gift because, quite frankly, um, Ryan doesn't deserve it. But should I give him points for not continuing with the gynecological exam? Yep. We should, because that is the right thing. We don't, we didn't need the story to end that way. So he gets points for that. He doesn't get any points for anything else at all. And I guess Sadie, bless her heart. Poor thing. Lord knows what Ryan said to Sadie. He said something to her because she came back in sour as a sour patch kid. Anyway, that is the story of, I'm never going to the gynecologist again. And I wrote Carla an email saying, when are you coming back? And where's your baby registry? Because I'll get you something. Just come back to work. I can't. You can take time, but come back to work. Don't don't quit, okay? I need you to come back. So anyway, Carla's doing great, by the way. She actually, she did have the baby. So that worked out well for her. Um, but that, uh, that, that about sums it up. That about sums up my week. And uh, at the same time, I turned 29. And at the same time, everything went completely disastrous all in one week. And all I have to say is 29 is not like, yay, last year in my 20s. No, it's already been a disaster. And I've been 29 one week. All right. I'm not a fan. I am not promoting it. Zero out of 10. Zero out of 10. Disastrous. Disastrous. Anyway, moving on. Look, I'm going to be very frank about something. I'd like a hot topic I see all over social media is people is people not background checking people before they go on dates. I don't know if anyone's seen this. There's this TikTok going around this week about this girl who went on a date with Guy and like basically it went terribly and <laughs> she ended up having to report him to police. But like she she went on a date with him. A, the next day after meeting, like talking to him for like one day, he said, do you want to meet for a drink? She goes, yes. And this was in New York and he ends up like he was essentially going to kill her. Like he was a, he was a, he was a terrible human being. And there was like evidence of that because she had to call the police and they were like, be prepared for what you're about to see. And they show her like he was planning on murdering her. Why are we not background? Like, obviously like a background check can't turn up everything. Like there are going to be ones that slip through the cracks. I'm guilty of such, right? I've had that very similar situation. I can look into someone all I want. I can't look into their intentions, you know? So all I'm saying is, if we're not back, I saw that and I was like, if we're not, first of all, if I match with a man on a dating app, uh, one, I'm talking to him for at least four days. He has to show me that he can keep, he can show up for four days virtually. And by me, at least, that's minimum, okay? And then I need a phone call and 100% a FaceTime before, I, it can just be a FaceTime, it doesn't need to be a phone call and a FaceTime. I need a FaceTime before I meet you. <laughs> Required. And not a quick one a decent conversation. One that's telling me that you're actually capable of, you know, having a conversation and I don't need to be creeped out in person. In two, that shows me you are who you say you are. And if you're going to say anything freaking weird, it's probably going to be on that FaceTime call because you're most likely going to be in a place where you're very comfortable and things are just going to slip out. So always FaceTime. If I can teach you anything, it's always FaceTime before a date. Um, I also 
don't understand if we're just not background checking in general. I run a background check. Like, what are we doing? It's 2023. Way too many unsolved crimes. Like, if we've got this many TV shows based on unsolved crimes, like, just know that there's that many crimes happening. Like, we we need to be background checking because we have to do the most, expect the least, and hope for the best. But prepared for the worst. Does that make sense? So all I have to say is if you're not background checking... You're out of you're you're playing it fast and loose. You're living on the edge in not a good way. It's not a it's not an adrenaline way. It's a oh no, should I die later? <laughs> I don't know. I always background check. I am a queen of background checking. I have friends calling me, hey, can you background check this guy? Can you look into this guy? I don't even know this guy. Can you find him? Hundred percent, I got you. But you should be able to do this yourself. Like you need to be able to do this yourself. Get yourself a good background check website. They're dirt cheap. They'll tell you if he's got all kinds of stuff going on. You'll find out if he's married, for one. I've had that more times than I can count. And it's just like, I have to be like, are you married? And he's going to be like, how did you know that? I'm like, because I, you ding dong. Like, if I have your phone number and your first name, I can find out anything. Honestly, I could do it with just your first name. Like, I don't need the phone number. It just makes it super easy. So, quite frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Background check always. Background checks for life. So anyway, I, I just, I had to go on that rant. I don't understand it, why we're not doing that. Like, I'm sitting there watching Law & Order. Like, I don't want to end up as inspiration for this. I just don't. I will be on Law & Order. Like, I will, I'm fabulous at that. I will not be inspiration. That is not happening. So anyway, if you're not background checking it, I can't help you. Um, but... You know, reverse search those images if you can't find them. All right, let's do something. Do research. Do recon. I'm the girl who goes like on a deep rabbit hole, but I can't expose that too much because, okay, if you're trying to date me, stop listening to this. All I am saying, all I am saying is I do deep recon. I know your ex-girlfriend. I know your ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. I know every, I know the people who dated your ex before you did. I am looking at your Aunt Sally's Facebook groups, the garage sale she had, and I'm looking into Uncle Steve. Yeah, I'm looking into Uncle Steve's tax return from 2003. I'm going to find out everything and anything I do and don't need to know. Why? Because I'm a woman, all right? I need to know certain things if I'm going to choose willingly to date men. And that's just how it has to be. I can't explain that any other way. So anyway... I, you know, I stand for background checks. I'm not going to move from that. Would die on that hill. But hopefully not literally because I did the background check. You see what I did there? Okay. So it's this point in the podcast where I've actually wanted to do this. And I don't think we did it on the last one because I think I just introduced it on the last one. I need more water. Hold on. Sorry. I've just got over being rather ill from turning 29. So I asked people to write in with the thing nobody told them. And basically, I'm not going to give you advice. I'm just going to give you feedback. <laughs> because let's be real. I'm not qualified for anything, anything whatsoever. Okay, let's start with this one, okay? I'm not going to be revealing the name of anyone, even if they say it's okay, because I just, I can't. We're, this is an anonymous zone, okay? This person wrote in. Oh my gosh, actually, I recognize this person from my TikTok. Okay. My fiance and I are about to get married. He previously has cheated on me. We moved on and I forgave him. Okie dokie. We were long distance at the time. Now, however, for now I don't know if this was the right decision. Oh God. He has become a tad more distant and I'm worried he's cheating on me. 
oh my God, I'm worried he's cheating on me again. Help. I'm not crazy. I promise. Love you. Okay. First of all, I love you too. Second of all, I don't want to be this girl, but I am going to say he clearly has had the means. He clearly has had the motive and he clearly carried out the action in the past. So yeah, it can't be overlooked. I'm with you though. I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume that, I don't know if you've been together a long time, but he's your fiance. So you've been together long enough for you to agree to marry him and trust him like that. (sighs) Look, the only thing I can tell you is the feeling of someone becoming more distant in a relationship, like your partner becoming more distant is the worst freaking feeling because it just, it is, it makes you feel so insecure because while it's only a reflection on what's going on with them, we take it as a reflection of what they're seeing in us. And it, it's just, the it makes you want to vomit it, and it makes your stomach feel sick. I've been there way too many times to count and I freaking hate it. So girl, this sounds like hell. So all I'm going to say to you is I'm sorry, but there's nothing worth this feeling of the paranoia, the feeling sick, the feeling paranoid and con like the, it's like an anxiety, isn't it? It's just fucking sucks. And I would, I just hate it. I hate anxiety about situations when you don't know a firm answer on them. Like there's a tense situation. I can't, I can't stand it. I, I will, I will solve it so fast. I, I can't, I can't be part of it. So all I'm saying is I would have a conversation and I would have a conversation now if this was me, that's what I would do. I would be like, oh, we're having a conversation. We are having a conversation. And if the behavior doesn't change, if nothing changes, then honestly, go choose you. Who needs someone who's clearly not choosing them? Go choose you. Quite frankly, the situation doesn't sound worth it. If he isn't aware of his own behavior, that means he's most likely not going to be aware of his own behavior going forward, babe. That's an awareness. And he needs to be if, if he's, you know, betrayed the relationship before, the behavior should be making sure you never have to question him ever again because he loves you that much. And I'll die on that hill. I also will die on that hill too. But not, again, not because I didn't background check him. I want to say thank you so much for sharing this. This fucking sucks. I'm be real with you. I am right there in this with you. And all I have to say is, yeah, you got to have a deep, disgusting not aggressive, but blunt conversation. Whenever I have to be blunt about things, and I don't want to say in people's faces, I'm not good with confrontation, right? I call it going Tazzy Lily. I'm from Tasmania. And Tasmanians are very... (laughs) Tasmanians are very nice, like very nice people. You honestly would compare them to like the equivalent of like Midwest nice or like Canadian nice, but we pack a bark. Let me just tell you, if you do something to make us have to be stern with you, it is very factual and I will not be helping you out of this hole. It's It gets very much like that and I love it. So if somebody... <laughs> if somebody requires that from me, I call it going Tazzy Lily because quite frankly, you got to be a little bit of a Tazzy devil. All right. You got to let that come out a bit because they fight for what they want. They take what they want and they don't hold any prisoners. And I'm just saying, it's not about being aggressive. It's not about like coming at someone. It's about being blunt and forward and being very honest with what you want. You just take what you want. And if someone's not willing to participate in it, well, I don't need to be there. 
So I don't know if that was good advice or bad advice. Like I said, I'm this this podcast is not an advice podcast. This is a sharing and caring and honesty zone. And we're all just stumbling through crap together. All right. I'm very clear on that. But anyway, yeah, that's that's what I would do. Like if I was you, that's what I would do. But I'm not you. So however, however you choose to handle this, you have my complete and utter support. Please know that we're all here if you need us. And quite frankly, let me know how it goes. You deserve someone. You deserve someone who wouldn't cheat on you. You deserve someone who is always going to be there for you. And you deserve someone who's going to be your biggest support system. Because I can tell that's the type of person you are. Let me know how it goes. Here if you need us. And we love you. And do a background check if you have to start dating again. Because quite frankly, I'm really bemused by these people who are not. Moving on. You guys, I'm super excited. I've lined up a bunch of guests. I'm very nervous to have them on because who knows who I'm going to be as a host. I can do this by myself and just riff and talk about all the insane things that have happened. But I, I, I'm so excited to have some of the people that I've like lined up. I truly think they're the most entertaining, helpful people. Like you might get something out of it. Who knows? Um, anyway, I know this is a shorter episode today. But to be honest... I had to go to the gynecologist this past week and it was, it was, I mean, it was too much that I, I have nothing else I can tell you other than I am deeply traumatized by it. And no one else needs to be more traumatized from this episode than the story I already told you. So anyway, feel free to write into the podcast with the thing nobody told you. It's the things nobody tells you podcast, but it's the acronym. So it's T-T-N-T-Y podcast at gmail.com. So that's T-T-N-Y I got it wrong. That's T-T-N-T-Y podcast at gmail.com. The things nobody tells you podcast at gmail.com. Write in with a thing nobody told you and I would be more than happy to read it because quite frankly, it makes my life life feel less um, like it's crumbling to the ground, set on fire and a total inferno was extinguished and then I was made to like, I don't know, deal with the rest of the remnants of it. So I would love it if you wrote in. That'd be great. Um, please rate, subscribe, review, I don't know, postmate some food while you do all those things. Cause that sounds like quite the task. And I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I'm excited to talk to you next week and I promise it won't be as crazy as running into my ex-boyfriend as my new gynecologist. Love you, Ryan. Not, I love you, Sadie though. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>